3: So <laughs> we're talking about the two of God's trip, LaFurna head to Garland. Garland all the
1: way. He does. <laughs> Broadcasting live yes. from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. El
4: rebote lo tiene Mitchell, la recoge y la va a cruzar a la derecha para Mobley. Mobley se va hasta dentro.
5: Oh, oh! Qué violento y bol.
1: in downtown Cleveland.
5: Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland.
1: You've tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Throw them all in the hoop. Now, here's your host. Rafa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need to. and Joe
6: G. Ah, hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome to episode something of Wine and Gold Radio. Season of Cadence. <laughs> the season <laughs> of Cadence. We are rolling, dude. Yeah, man. It's been great. Uh, I am Joe G. To my right is rafa hernandez brito hola uh and you know before we even get going on anything i gotta say because you heard it in the intro i love evil mobley yeah i do <laughs> i i think it's a badass nickname i need a t-shirt mate. we're in the city in the capital of, of t-shirts and, and the thing is if you asked evan hey evan what do you think of this nickname you know what he'd say uh-huh. I, <laughs> well we <laughs> asked him before. And, and and the backstory on this is I believe
4: he's a multiple personality I, and player, I love this player on the on the court. Yes. He's evil Mobley when evil-moly. he grabs the ball and just jams it with, with, with viciousness. Yes. And he's also the smooth criminal. Love when it. he pulls up the moves in the paint in the low pose and you know does the spin move with yes. finish it. So the smooth criminal shows up. I mean, I love it when Evil Mobley shows up. I do because too. I, I'm a fan of Evil Mobley, especially yeah. with that dunk that he had against Toronto over Shaq. i mean, just with the left hand too. Yeah. It, it, those are the moments that you, you know, people talk about him being a unicorn and all that. Yeah. Those are the moments when you see, "Dude, that's a seven-footer." Yeah. Doing that thing, like good hand spinning, Ugh. running the floor, and grabbing the ball in motion and just jamming it, it, it with the left hand.
6: As so, great as the other guys are on, on the team, that's Evil Mobley. He, that dude, he, that's the golden child. Yeah, and I like we've said this before. JB Bickerstaff said it. When he is your best player, when that happens, that'll be when the Cavs are at their yeah. best. I have, I have a question for you. On
4: on March thirty first, we will be celebrating the seventh or eighth, eighth seventh Noche Latina. Yes, for the Cavs when yes. we play the Knicks, I believe. And I get to introduce the players in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Should I say Evo Mobley? Like, yes. I, I usually say the nicknames, like I do Mod Squad, yeah, Arana yeah. Yes. Mitchell. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah.
6: Yeah. Because especially now with as much pull as Wine Radio has yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, we talked about this before the year. We are one monkey away. One monkey away. We are one monkey away from completing our. And, and to give the update, Adam
4: Hines, who is the head of, uh, you know, head of entertainment, Rocket Market Fieldhouse, whatever, you know, two the more lines title, there. Yeah,
6: manager of director. We of,
4: have given him options already. On, yeah, orangutan. On, 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 on monkeys right. monkey halftime shows.
6: right No so. exploitation. We've kind of laid out some of
4: our... I haven't sent in my, my option for, for fan appreciation day. <laughs> Did you say <send> it? <laughs> it a little too no No, that's that my <laughs> fan appreciation day of the two monkeys handing, handing over the, the t-shirt, the jerseys to the winners.
6: <laughs> Dressed as Cavaliers, right? That's right? Cavs, yeah. Or the one, the old souped up in one and gold. So, so yeah, I, I think, to answer your question, I think, yeah, you should go with Evil Mobley, because yeah. I'd love to see that catch on, because it's cool. Yeah. Sunday night games screw my whole week up. I, like, I, I It screws my whole thing up. Yeah, but we have Victory Monday, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Let's celebrate. <laughs> victory Monday. Uh, after we have the- had
4: more Victory Mondays during NBA season than they have <laughs> than they football the
6: season. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. So the Cavs coming off a beautiful win over Toronto. They did smush Toronto. Yeah. And that was, you know. Uh, owed. Uh, they they needed that one after dropping Big three time. straight. But also because Toronto was the one team that really gave them fits this year. Beat them the first three games, two by double figures. So that was one I think mentally you almost needed to get past them because they were, I don't say they're in your head, but they're a little in your head. And that, that was a well, team that really gave they them. They played fits. different last night. 'Cause Toronto had been the team
4: that wanted to come in and shove us around and yeah. give us the heart. And then we discovered that they don't like it when you give it back to them. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody has to like, get it's their a, own medicine. Yeah. You know, even even it's Gary a, Trent like, Junior who got hit in the face and was complaining for yeah. for, for for a, for a foul. I mean, Ricky was the one that hit him. Yeah. And then he's the one that hit it almost poked D.G.'s eye in, yeah. in opening, and on opening
6: night. So D.G. needs a helmet this year. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does. But, no, it's, it's an old NBA adage. You know, it's just like uh, running teams don't like being run on. Yep. Physical teams don't like when you're physical Nobody with them. them. So yep. th- that was really impressive. The only
4: thing that is different in that is in boxing. You don't fight the fighter or box the boxer. You gotta do it the other way around. When you but what does that boxing. mean? When you're- in boxing is if you're fighting a dude that is a, a counter puncher, you don't you don't box him because he's gonna he's gonna counter punch you. Right. Yes, you gotta go in there and, and get in the inside the phone books, the phone booth and and yeah. like, like get it on with him. Otherwise he's gonna. So you gotta take that away. In bas- I think in basketball and in other sports, the teams don't like to get their own medicine
6: and. So. No, and you're right. Uh, and, and speaking of physical basketball, uh, before we get on, I, I have to talk about <laughs> last week's All Star game. <laughs> That's back that way. was a, a segue, man. That was <laughs> the worst brand of basketball. Horrible. I mean, and I, and I, you know, I hope I don't get in trouble, really. But it's just like I, it was un, nah, unwatchable. We're, we're I mean, I, yeah. If you're I mean, a fan, and look, the numbers bear it out. The ratings are telling you that this is a not a viable product. And if Adam Silver's, if Adam Silver's listening, which he undoubtedly is, he needs to, you know, make a change there, there need to be changes because the all-star game can't keep going like this because it's turning into the pro Bowl where nobody cares
4: two things I didn't like about the weekend obviously the game on Sunday it wasn't a basketball game no it wasn't an exhibition game it was it was just barely an exhibition up running up game. and down and it was, it, you know it those, was, as if, those it was plays, as if you took 10 kids and put them on the court and rolled the ball out and then they, they see what you can do yeah it, it was you know what it was it was the warm-up line before the before the game warm-up when they, lines when, are they better. Ju- when they jump on the when they jump on the court right and doing those Thing. Yeah. I didn't like that. And the celebrity game, I hate the image that guy Guillermo does
6: for us. Celebrity Hispanic. game,
4: yeah, for the Hispanics in the U.S. <laughs> that, that image of him just walking around and like, That's like a just, little clown. Yeah, it's just not. Come on,
6: it's I, not. I was gonna, I was gonna bust you on watching the celebrity game.
4: But I wanted to see. What, I, I wanted <laughs> you're to the see. Only, so you're the one who. I wanted it. to see what stunt he, he was gonna pull because I hate that people. I hate for people to see him and they think that those are Hispanics in the U.S. I, I you know what,
6: I kind of. Think he's kind of funny, although when he came, when he showed he's up for the old. finals, he was yeah, kind of a pain in the it's ass. Old. It's all, it's all, and then the way he looks. But I, mean, I can, I can really understand what you're saying. It's that just not he good. Comes across he'll as a, he'll
4: be like, he would be like an Italian guy showing up and just you know, right, with, with the a caricature. Yeah, he's like right with the, the not, swarthy, not, with the shirt not, open. Yeah, and, uh, and then and then they complain that they look at us that way. Yeah, because no, that's what we're portraying. It's like I do. It's not good. It's not good. It's like there's plenty of Hispanic that they could have had there. You know, yeah. as long as it wasn't him or Bad Bunny, I would have been okay with it. Yeah,
6: no, I I, I kind of agree with that. But then again, the All Star Game was terrible. I I thought it was terrible, and I thought it started right with, you know, it, it, we talk about the national anthem all the time on the show. We you're obviously a yeah. master of the National Anthem. You've sang the can- uh, Canadian National Anthem. And then, like, Jewel sang the name Like, again, how did they pick Jewel of all people for the NBA All-Star I want to know who man? the manager is. I, wanna, I want him right, to be my manager. Cooper, exactly. <laughs> like, you know who should have sang the National Anthem for the All-Star Game, and this guy can sing it every year, is the guy who sings it in Philly. This guy right here. As we celebrate our freedom and those who defend and protect our country
1: with the singing of tonight's National Anthem. For tonight's presentation of the National Anthem, please welcome the first double amputee to achieve the rank of Eagle Scout, Ron Brooks.
5: Oh, say can you see who were so gallantly streaming on the rocket's red glare and the bombs bursting in air They through the night that our flag was still there Oh say does that, that star-spangled by the no way <clears throat> or the light.
6: Now that is a national anthem, and the dude sings it. You like feel the, the anthem. Like when he's done, I, I either like I said, I want to play basketball or join the army. When he's done, I, I, I'm so inspired by it. And her national anthem was just weak and soft. And like I said, man, Jewel, that was like Woodstock '99. That's <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know if the Golden Boy was born. In, and it wasn't in, even good. And it wasn't even good. The okay. I'm h- I'm here. Let's bring in El Muchacho <laughs> de
3: yeah. Michael to I was that. I was born. In, I, I was born before
6: '99. You, okay, what, when were you born? 96. Oh my God, '96. So you didn't even get to do the Woodstock '99? No. Like like when the tribe was in the or when the yeah I guess they were the tribe they, they when they, they were driving the, the World World Series you weren't even born yet in '95. Um, no, not 95. Really I like was 97, though. But you, you Just were think, born when, Mariano, Mariano, when, when Mariano Rivera choked on that lead. No, oh, come on, man. Can the you golden got, boy was just a little toddler. How dare you say
4: choke on Mariano on he the same. He was still pooping in his no, little pampers, man. What year were you born? 96. God, you've been alive as long as I've been a broadcaster. This is my 25th
6: year as a wow. broadcaster, man. Yeah, I started at the NBA two years after you were born. That's crazy. I feel old now. Look at us. I know. Do some news around the league so we feel less old. You could be Georgie's son. <laughs> God,
4: thank God you were not. Back in those days, I don't think we were we were we were ready to 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 provide for any
2: procreation.
4: We <laughs> you would have to have gone to like a four year, four year
3: detox
5: <laughs> Well, we not
3: not not too recently anyway. We've had the uh, second 70 plus point night of the season which is kind of I mean like before we get into it it's more like it's it's I think it's insane to have two of scoring them, to have two of them in one season yeah. I mean and, and we've talked about it you've seen it and all this et cetera throughout the course of the NBA season with guys scoring 60 and 50 multiple times and 40 however many times for some of the top guys like so scoring is up but again 70 points from two individuals in the same season is, is kind of insane. insane. So no So no. do you have, like, is Dame's better than Don's or is Don's better than Dame's? Like Dame did it in a blowout, played 39 minutes, made 13 threes, I think. Mm. Don shot 25 free throws, made 20 of them, but it took overtime and the Cavs needed every that's, every point that he that. That, that's the porn porn right that answers
6: the question right there, I think. That one came in, and we needed those points, and also how he sent us to overtime. You know those two points right there, and then I think he had thirteen in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so, he, I think yeah, yeah. I think Karras had a
3: bucket in overtime. And yeah, it, it he, I us. think
6: he outscored him yeah, yeah by himself. So to me, it's Donovan. But I also don't love the idea of another seventy point game. Really? Uh, not really because. Donovan's I thought was special, and this makes it less special. And somebody's going to try and get another one now. And I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm all for offense. I almost feel like there's too much offense. Think
4: about it though. He had only six assists, which is half of the one.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, that Donovan on-hand. had, right? Yeah, Donovan had ten.
4: Had uh, six rebounds as well. He went thirteen for twenty-two from three. So he, that's all he was jacking up. I mean, the team shot. The team made twenty
6: threes. And again, it's against the Rockets who are tanking, so
4: I think I don't think you can compete with the fact that he did it in a in a starting the year too, no? Wasn't it at the beginning of the year then when when Don did that? Uh, no. yeah, yeah. 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 Beginning of the calendar year. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. But he was like, you know, and then they, they really were gone from the first half because they won't Forty-one right. twenty-seven, the second quarter, and then they 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 lost the second quarter by one and won the third quarter by the fourth quarter by three. So it was like Ooh. the 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 Blazers. So it was kind of yeah. on.
6: but again, the Cavs were. I think we're down twenty-one in that game against yeah. the Bulls. Yeah, they <laughs> so, made a comeback. Right. So, for my money, and not just being Homer Donovan Mitchell, that's the more impressive. Yeah, but I think it's a result of what the
4: league is trying to do. Obviously, yeah. scoring cells. Right. And if they're, they're protecting the score. You know, it's kind of like the chick dig the, dig the long ball back in the day for yeah, baseball. Yeah, it yeah. like, doesn't matter what you're putting in. Just, just hit it out of the park because that's going to fill the stands. I don't think we're in that position yet, but they're going to have to do something, you know. Yeah, no, they're going to have to do... At least something to benefit a little. You know how when they when there was too much hitting, they they raised the the, the mound a little yeah, bit just to yeah. The, the, the ball was used, whatever it is. Yeah. They they ha, they find a way to. And now I, right I, now with the way the whistle is going, it it it, it benefits the
6: the attacker the all defender. the time. Right. It is like the NFL. It's that you know you can't touch the guys. The whole. I asked JB Bickerstaff before a game this year, if he thinks it'll ever course correct. Not that it'll ever go back mm-hmm. to mid '90s, you know, you know the Knicks and the Heat and all that. But it, I said, do you ever think it'll course correct? And he said, no, it's here to stay. He said, people love offense, and yeah. that's the way it's. I been, just think I they mean.
4: should give a little more access to the defender to be able to at least touch. Right. Because right now, you know, you have I mean, you, you, can't, you, know, you have Embiid going 15 times to the free throw line. Right. Whereas and, he can drop his shoulder like, and deck you. Speaking of offense, you know you have the team we're facing in Boston. Those guys shoot. Those guys move the ball. Those guys it's like Embiid. It's like like Giannis when penetrating. You can barely breathe on top of them. And it, it, like the defender is kind of like hand tie, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the other guy, the guy with the ball, can actually put his shoulder down and and, and, when, and when
6: and when you're seeing these big scoring games, you're seeing. Fifteen to sixteen from the line, mm-hmm. twenty to twenty one from the line, fourteen. But Chuck
4: will be scoring sixty points again. Exactly, now.
6: That's the thing. It's like these guys are at the line constantly now. Yeah. So and nobody that's where they're getting the points. The, the points, you know. It's just the that's the way they're they're yeah, calling the Tom game. Gets, you know, he got a
4: text from his mother saying that he needed to get seventy two because Dame tied his record.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Quick answer: If there was another guy to score seventy in the NBA this year, who do you think it would be? Like, who has the best chance of scoring seventy?
4: Booker would be one since he was the last one to have scored over sixty before Don did it. Uh, I say Luca. Luca. Yeah. Luca. He has be. to be one of those high volume because Don, Don is not one of those guys. You know, especially with the twelve. I mean, he was responsible for a hundred mm-hmm. points, I think something it was like that.
6: something ridiculous like that. Yeah.
4: So he has to be one of a high volume guy like Luca.
6: And, and, and during, you can talk to this because you're calling the play by play. During Donovan's 71 point game, it never felt like he was hogging. It was the never ball. about how many points he's going right. to get. It felt like it was, was all the game. in the context of the game, yeah. it felt like to me. Even just, he
4: said he didn't know until somebody told somebody him told he was him. at
6: 68 or exactly. something. Like, yeah. like oh my God, you're going to get seven. I mean, it's, yeah. I think
3: yeah. what you just said, Joe G, it's evident. Like, he had 11 assists. Like, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, six assists is a decent number in its own right. But, right, like, but when your player's going to get that.
6: Sleepwalking, basically. Yeah.
4: He I mean, was the point guard, no? That's
3: what I mean. He's going
6: to get six by, <laughs> yeah. you know, suiting up. Yeah. But they,
4: I think Don, 71, is impressive just because of the game, the way he developed, the overtime. He he, the way he Two of those 71, overtime. three of those 71 points came at the end when uh, he rebounded. Yeah, right. Rebounded right, the right. ball and the missed free throw. And yeah. and a perfect, basically perfect fourth quarter yeah. and, and overtime that the Cavs needed to pull that game out. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely voting for the for Laraña. What um, else you got, man?
3: The Bucks have won 14 straight. Are they the best team in the East? Are they the best team in the league? And this is right now. And this is some of hot? it. Some of has been without Giannis, too, in, in his wrist injury. We don't know entirely how long he's going to be out, and he left the. Other, he uh, left think, the leg. He left the game uh, with Saturday a knee injury the, injury the knee injury. other injury. day against Phoenix. Um, so it's are are they are they the best team in the NBA? They're hot, yeah. They're yeah, I mean, right
6: I, the now the Celtics they are. are there it's going to go. I tell you why Next week there may be another hot. They better. They, they right better.
4: They better not put too much into this winning streak and stuff, because I don't think they're making it through the to the finals without Janis healthy.
3: Oh, of I course. don't care. Yeah, why are you course. telling
4: me that they're doing right now, winning fourteen games in a row? But in a series no, without Janis, no, no way. No. And Middleton not really all the way because he's coming off the bench now. Mm-hmm.
3: So I mean, we we saw that like star player injury. I mean. Giannis and Ja are different, of course. But, like, when it looked like Memphis had a legit shot at beating Golden State in the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. Ja went down in game two or three or something, yeah. and then they just got wiped, you know, yeah. the floor got wiped with them. Like, it's – Giannis has to be there for Milwaukee. Of course, it? no yeah. doubt. You
6: can win the game here and there, but you can't advance in the series yeah. without that guy. I yeah, agree. For sure. Although, didn't – uh didn't the Haslam's just buy the Bucks? Which I think is interesting.
3: Like, however much the Haslam's bought it for, like, I think that, it just like, an that was the that was the or an investment. Like, yeah. that's the second highest in NBA history behind the Suns, which just got sold. And yeah. like the Haslam's, it wasn't even a full sale, so that's kind of surprising. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was. No, it's only five hundred million, I think. So. <laughs> My bar bill at the club. Yeah, right. Yeah.
4: We're just paying from all the people all the people buying season tickets at the Brown.
3: <laughs> we got anything else, bud? Or should um, we move on? Well, that's up to you. I was going to ask very quickly about baseball
6: uh-huh. about yeah, Bring it. Yes, I want to hear how.
3: It. In we we'll talk about this. I'm sure more as as the, as the new year rules goes on and everything. No, not necessarily about the new rules, but just excitement. Are you excited for it? Yeah, training. Oh yeah, so. I'm yeah. always excited
4: about baseball, man. I this is,
3: this is what I like about. I've got baseball, guardian baseball, fever, man. What I like about baseball. Baseball's maybe my second favorite sport, but what I like about it so much is like. How every team this time of year, in opening day, the first week of the season, every team is like, we have a legit shot. Yeah. Like, of course, you have the guys who spend hundreds of millions as a team and have these unbelievable players across the field. But baseball is, I feel baseball, You got to throw the ball. Yeah. You got to gotta throw th- the ball hit it and in. catch People it. You have to swing and <laughs> all this. Like, anything can really. Yeah. Anybody, not, legit.
4: anybody not excited about baseball is not American. You have to yeah, you have to that. love baseball. Yeah, no, I agree. With baseball is not only it's a great sport I love watching it, but it also indicates that summer is coming, it's mm-hmm. coming. It's like nice weather that yeah. like, you know. And unless you Diakite. Yeah, who just doesn't like, doesn't like, like baseball I think just, it, And
6: and any ran to third again, he, Mabidi, he the third
4: base. But again, Mamadi Diakite <laughs> is the prime example of what baseball is doing wrong. Because they're trying to cater to people that are not going to like baseball, regardless of how right. long the game takes.
6: Speed. There's no amount of speed. They all
4: mm-hmm. these, like, eight seconds to be in the box and nine right. seconds to be in the squat and da-da-da-da. And then on top of that, you can only throw pick off twi- twice now to pick off a tenth per
6: batter. I and... love that. Yeah. I love it. I personally Why? love it. I, It's too slow. Huh? Speed it up a little bit. I mean, I. I it's but that's part too of the much. game, though. Uh, see, no.
4: But who who goes to a baseball game going? Oh my god! I hope these these things only take me two hours because I, uh, it's like,
6: not that. I, it's just it's too long and slow and boring. It just is. It stepping off hard. the rubber and stepping outside the batter's box, adjusting your batting gloves. And that's fine. Visits to the mound and.
4: That's fine, but much. a timer on the pitch and the hitter, it's, like, it's dumb. It, it, it's I probable. mean, the other day don't... a
6: game ended
4: on I a, on a clock
6: violation. I saw that. Think about that happening in the World Series. Oh, think about it happening in any game. Yeah. Think about the game you're at. A game. And it could be the middle of like June. Like and like, how many like fans that. do you think they're going to get by getting that? By, the, by that happening? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine e- e- either the home crowd or the away crowd if that happens? I don't think. It's Games up. up. <laughs> I don't think. I don't like it but again i need to see it but i, I but to, i do think it needs to be spent yeah, okay up a you're bit. gonna
4: bring in a runner in, on second base on the extra innings I, mean. I understand fine you want to make sure the game is over you don't there's no way to play penalty kicks so why oh they're gonna do a home run derby at the end of the game you're to finish. whatever that's fine but the game itself you cannot change that now you gotta have two players on each side of second base you can i have love them. oh
6: my god that that to me is the ha- the hands down the best one
4: but that's shift, like, yeah. shift, I of the shift. I that. That's fine. Hated, That'd hated. be better for hitting, right? You gotta yes. learn how to hit both ways. Well, all that. But to to make it that, like to time
6: the the guy has to get. That uh, might I'm gonna have to see it. I'm, I'm, that might be bad. Now the guys
4: knows when he's coming. You know, he's like, there's no guy. It's it's, it's it's it's. I don't know. I have to watch it. But still, I'm gonna. That be, might be. Bad. The worst part about it that I'm gonna be watching anyway. Oh yeah. Because I love the yeah. game. I can watch. Baseball is the only sport that I can. I can watch any teams. Mm-hmm. and I'll watch the game. This, it doesn't like, matter. I, like, I don't have to be a fan of either one.
3: Like, and, and I think MLB did a did a good thing this year by having each team play everybody. The season is too long for Oh, you absolutely. I love that one. For the guards to not see the NL West love it. for four years or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. when we play, like, Miami... Tell me everything that you can about the Miami Marlins. Like, I will sit there and listen to you yeah. say I everything agree. I, about every. A bad
4: example, the it. Marlins, but yeah.
3: It's, you, yeah. Know, what I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know? you're right.
4: <laughs> Especially now that Derek Jeter doesn't know anybody. <laughs>
3: you
6: know what I'm looking forward to this season is watching the Guardians rock the baby. Rock the baby. Oh, yeah. Rock the baby. You think Josh mm-hmm. Neill brings that out again? Ever? I
4: hope not in the way he did last
6: time. <laughs> I <laughs> hope not either, but I mean, I yeah. like. I, uh, I can't wait to see the
4: Yankees coming early, man. That's gonna be a good series.
6: Yeah, when this is kid, it,
4: like in the first first or two second homestand. Yeah, it's you know, they start good. they start out
3: west. The Guardians. Well, yeah, no leather. We play like Seattle and LA. In and the and yeah, well, and and Oakland, they usually do. They
6: usually start at Texas or. They start out in the world. No, world I know, world. but that's weird when you start like out wet. That's usually like one and of the longest it. trips. Of- I love that too. Nice ten o'clock. Yeah. Start Get it is out, is out the of the way. Stuff. And
4: I wish I did baseball. Baseball is a fun thing. A fun, sport.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, hey, uh, Matt Gold, thank you so much for joining us. We have to give you the Bum's rush now because we have an important yeah. we got a guy waiting for you. <laughs> we have an NBA player that needs to move you aside. Uh, we will be right back with Danny Green to talk a little. Uh, about the second half of the season, talk a little All Star game too with uh, Danny Green, see what he thought. Uh, coming up next on Wine and Gold Radio, Wine and Gold Radio.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Hi, this is D Mac from Fieldhouse Creative. Yes! And I didn't even know that this podcast existed
1: until Joe told me about it. So I absolutely never listened. There's more of this. So I, I hit the
7: ball,
5: like, what did you call it, bat? You had a bat. I, I bat it, and then instead of going to first base, I went to the other one. <laughs> After this,
1: on Wine and Gold Radio. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
8: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
5: All the songs we play are hits of yesterday. These are songs you know. From the radio, here's another blast from the Golder gets the ball and looks
8: and looks. Gives to Mills. Mills to Ferry. Ferry out front. He spins. He shoots. He put it on the rim. Kipped in by Golder.
2: Golder
1: tipped it in with two-tenths of a second to go. Calder tipped it in two tenths of a second ago. Cleveland 101 to 100 into Willis, and the game is over,
8: and the Cavs win. Unbelievable.
1: Now, back to wine and gold radio. You weren't expecting that, were you? Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Everybody, welcome back to segment two of Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold Radio. Uh, hey, we're um, actually, you know what? We're, we're we're joined by our special guest, Danny Green. Danny, first of all, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks running. for having. me. Lo- love the tune. And, nice. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we just got done on the previous segment, griping about the All Star Game, this recent All Star Game, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, and I'm going to ask you. How was it for players and how, did you watch? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> to be honest yeah I did, yeah, I, I, I I did not I, yes. I didn't
7: watch it um, <laughs> but if people ask I, I from I do my own podcast inside the green yeah? okay. by the way, so uh for my podcast, we spoke about it as well. I've seen the highlights, of course. supposed to act like I watched it, but no, I did not watch it i, I don't really look forward to watching those games or weekends. Um, sometimes I'll like, oh let me see the depending okay. on who's in it uh three point contest I do take an
6: interest in um but the other stuff, not so much really. Okay. What did you think about? The, I mean, what did you think about the highlights that you watched? Or they're okay. I mean, the yeah. the
7: dunk contest. I did uh, big props to, to Mac McClung. He That's uh, cool. uh yeah, he did a, did a good, a great job. Yeah. Um, happy for him. Good, very humble young kid. I'm a fan. You know, he's got a fan in me. Uh, now and a fan in a lot of other people. Um, you know, to see him come from where he's come from. Um, you know, he had a couple of transfers in school, leave school early, G yeah. League route yeah, yeah. up and down, uh, get a chance to put, to participate in NBA dunk contest, which is usually an honor for most people. Now it's hard to get guys to do it. But, um, right. you know, he, he did an amazing job of of keeping the entertainment and excitement up for the weekend.
4: And you, you you just hit a point that I wanted to ask you, because I used to watch. I'm a little older than you, but, I, you know, they used to play really hard in those games. Yeah. Man. So my question is, where did he go south? Where did he change? <laughs> That, that nobody plays anymore. And I understand it might be they're looking out for themselves, but what happened?
7: I think it started to change when the load management started to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, maybe. You know, sadly enough, it was like some guys, um, I don't want to uh, point out a particular group or person or coach, but I know, you know, some of the top teams would have like, you know, some extra players, two or three guys in the game. And the coaches arrest them, you know, mm-hmm. or not play them or, you know, yeah. don't get hurt or somebody would get hurt in there and they'd be like, oh, we're not going to – I think Kobe said broke his nose one time. But yeah. as years went on, to make sure guys didn't get hurt during that. Also, I think there's some strange things. The trade deadline was also changed. Yes. So there were times where guys would get traded during the All-Star weekend. Right. I remember last time I saw that happen, I think it was DeMarcus Cousins. It was, exactly. And um, now they moved the trade deadline up before the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, but I think during that time when trades were happening, people were kind of like in a weird limbo uh, atmosphere. And then they were like, you know, we don't know what's happening, what's going on. And then, like I guess they stopped taking it seriously. So, because the trade, right? So, more focused on the trade deadline, more focused on resting, more focused on, you know, other things, uh, it became more of, of that type of deal than actually entertaining the fans and having an all star weekend.
6: What would you do to change it if you could change it? Or do you think. Oh, I would. I would change it if
7: I could. Okay. Um, but I mean, I think it find you have to find the happy medium balance, right? Yeah. Um, we used to have only a weekend. <laughs> I'm glad that we have a week, but it still seems short somehow uh, right, star right, yeah. So before it was shorter. Um, but I think if you want guys to play hard, you got to give extra more a couple more days of, of rest. You know, extra like two after or three, the game. Both, yeah, yeah, extra two or three mm-hmm. more days would help. But you know, obviously incentives always help. Um, mm-hmm. But it, you know, it kind of starts from from the top. It starts with you know the top guys. Uh, Maybe the captains, the coaches. Um, But I think incentives, uh, you see certain games starts to pick up, I think, a couple years ago in the fourth quarter when it was like, oh, whoever wins the game gets a certain amount of money to Mm -hmm. donate or whatever. Uh, So that always helps. Um, But, yeah, I think also the rest days would help as well. Yeah,
4: You're a guy that, like... Uh, you seem to me that you are into broadcasting and are preparing preparing for what's next right? Little bit for, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah right? the yeah might be the next <laughs> I know you in the ultra break doing ho- hopefully uh,
7: not a, well, hopefully some time from now but that. <laughs> right? a transition right? right, right? right. but, I, yeah. but I, you yeah.
4: seem to be inter, inter, interested in in, yes. in this side of, the, Very much of so. the thing right do you have fun doing the whole thing on I do. ESPN doing the break?
7: Ultra- I do ultra- I time? do um, they make it easy for me though so it, it's And I think the hard part when I see – I was with Richard Jefferson recently and Tristan Thompson, other Cavaliers. We had a nice little roster, Kendrick Perkins, I guess. We didn't have him on the set, but sometimes he's – But a bunch of ex-Cavs, I got a chance to – I wouldn't say host with, but I did the set with mm-hmm. a segment and uh Richard was hosting. He only does it, I guess, when Malika Malika's out mm-hmm. and she's not around, which is not often. And that's probably a challenge for so him. It's like his game time. Yeah. Yeah. He has to like read his notes, make sure he's prepared, you know, go through know what he's saying, bring energy and he has to like lead the show. Yeah. Did he um, have his disco shirt on? Like- he did not have a disco shirt on, but <laughs> seeing that part of it made it like see like, okay, this is something that it's not the same as competing or hooping, but it's like your game time, yeah. a challenging yeah. thing that you can have fun with. Oh, and I yeah. do like talking sports. I do like debating. Everybody loves that. Everybody does it every day at home. They do mm-hmm. it in the barbershop. That's just something we do as fans and as players. So, um, if you can do it publicly and do it on TV to get paid for it, why not? You exactly. know, so yeah, it could be fun, right? Yeah.
6: <laughs> so, like, what's it like? You know, and you talked. We heard you talking before that you weren't in Cleveland really that long before. But I do yeah. want to talk about that rookie year because okay. that was a Wild year for fact, sure. Let, let's, I wanted to ask you about it now because I looked at some of the guys from that team. Yeah, and for for Cavs fans, they that's LeBron, Mo Williams. Yeah. that's Shaq. That's Andy Big Z. Andy's still here. Yeah, Delante Delante West. Delonte <laughs> West. Uh, Booby, Jamario Boobie, Moon. I saw Booby here, yeah, Jamario right. Like, no, someone, killer team. That's it, right, so when you think about it, like, and, and again, that team did well. They got knocked mm-hmm. out Celtics that year. Yes. And that was LeBron's last year and all that.
7: Before he made the decision, yeah. Drama. Yeah, I was here um, when that decision happened. I was in the cold tub. Oh, watching. really? Yeah. Was, yeah, we were doing, like, I think it was uh summer workout, am getting ready for summer league or something like that. And we had, like, a preseason, or I don't know what it was, but I was in that cold tub watching the decision. We all were looking watching you know seeing what he was going to say so I, I remember being here watching the decision
6: what way were you leaning in when he was up there did you think it was
7: i had no idea honestly yeah. um i was only with him for a short span of time um you could tell us at the moment he looked nervous and shaky so i was like all right he may not he may be making yeah, a big yeah, decision yeah um but when he said it i think a lot of us were just kind of like <laughs> waiting for more like right, 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 is there more to right, it? Right. I'm going to take my money South Beach like, uh, yeah. is, is that Damn. it? Like, yeah. or is, is there a joke coming? Yeah. Or? Right. so uh, it was like man and then um, I saw the city change quickly right um, and, you don't realize how much of impact somebody like that has on a city until they yeah. leave and said in very short amount of time that the city was very different
6: yeah
4: and then and you I was got out yeah for a couple
7: months after that so when everybody hears the name danny green obviously they
4: they, they think of trees from all <laughs> over the from all over the court mm-hmm. um they think of the one of four players that have won titles with three different teams. Yeah, i lucky, man. Nobody, I'm very blessed. nobody seems to think of or realize the the hard beginning you had to your, to your professional career. I mean, you came from winning the title in your senior year at uh-huh. UNC. You get caught, you get waved, you get yeah. traded, San Antonio, back and forth. What kept you going during those? I mean, because I'm pretty sure you got tested mentally at least. Yeah,
7: for sure. Um, I'm glad I got tested mentally earlier in my career. I, it kind of helped shape who I am. Um, but I had a great foundation around me, and I think having my friends and family support me, of course, but also seeing my college teammates to be able to achieve success early on, let me know that you know I should be able to do that too, or I belong there. And I played with a, a lot of my pe- those guys are my peers that were drafted earlier on. I was like I played with and against a lot of those guys, and I've done well. So mm-hmm. there's no way, that, like I'm saying, no way, but. I feel like there's definitely an opportunity, and I feel like I I could do what some of them were doing. I felt like I belonged if I just got the opportunity. Um, But, you know, I had to continue to work, you know, and and stay mentally locked in um, and prepared for when that opportunity came. So I was here. I was cut. I did the Byron Scott preseason, which was a hell of a uh, preseason. (laughs) I've heard. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I was probably one of the best shapes of my life, and then I got cut after that. Yeah and then uh, i was home for a little while and then i did the g league route almost went overseas did the g league route for a couple months and then luckily got opportunity well i went before that i went i did a workout with san antonio did two workouts with them and they signed me and i was there for like a week and then they cut me after that so i was like damn you know step <laughs> a lockout right the yeah. lockout happened after that so after i went that, right? i went to oh, yeah. i was home for a little while like two months and then i went to the g league and then san antonio called me back i lucky to get another opportunity with san antonio at the end of the season and I think that's when they were the one seed playing the eight seed with Memphis yep. Yeah, surprisingly yeah, yeah. lost that round Mano had a dislocated elbow mm-hmm. and then the lockout happened after that so uh went overseas to I, play.
4: I always say you're responsible for for Manu Ginobili being in the in the Hall of Fame because you started you started getting and the started in five and Manu went to the bench yeah, and was, he yeah. became yeah. Yeah. the, the best six man
5: yeah. in, in the world.
7: That was, <laughs> that, was, that was Manu's decision. That had nothing to do with it. Yeah. No, but it's, I'm saying
4: yeah, but that, that, definitely that's how helped Manu him. became
7: yeah. Manu. For sure. Um, but he, uh, I think he, he started realizing his body was getting a little, his hamstring. So his minute restriction it was, yeah. it was better. And also scoring wise, team started realizing oh, we need scoring off the bench too. Mm-hmm. And for him to go into the second unit we need to score, and also him and Tony having a split time Tony being the first group running his pick and roll situation that Manu could have the second group run his pick oh, and roll yeah. situation where they both can be very effective and help the group uh, in, a, in, a, in a package in total so um, it worked out for everybody and I said I, I came in I got lucky and I said I had to make the team again so lockout happened I went overseas to play yep. and then came back had to make the team and the Manu got hurt again I think he broke his hand or something <laughs> mm-hmm. they were scrambling looking for somebody who can play yeah. um, and I luckily said that opportunity came and I It was against actually against Golden State, Monte and Steph. They had Monte and Steph there. Yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Monte Monte was the man. He was was still still good. (laughs) He had an ankle, so Steph. I think he hurt his ankle by halftime. Didn't play the second half, but he still had like 20 25 by half. And Monte was like had like 30 going into the fourth. And we're like, we need somebody to stop this guy. Yeah. And uh, I played decent defense for you know the fourth quarter against him. And next you know. Playing zero minutes to playing like five or ten minutes a game. And yeah. Then like, oh, he can shoot. So ten, ten, fifteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> hey, yeah. Make that fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> that. So, and then next year, Manu said as he started to come back. Then he had the hamstring issue. Like, all right, now we probably need
6: somebody to start him. and bring Manu off the bench. So I would start the first couple minutes, and then Manu would come right in. So like again, I'm looking at you. Look at your resume. You've you've done nothing but win. I mean, you've gone. I've been Whoa. in very good situations. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's also it speaks to you too, in that you're a winner and you play winning basketball, and that's For why sure. you plan. Winning teams. That's why the Cavs. I, I've learned. I've you learned in. to
7: play from especially high school. My high school coach was a little crazy. In, in college, Coach Williams. Okay. Um, so I give a lot of credit to Tim Clouse and, and Coach Roy Williams, uh, who have instilled that part of me how to play winning basketball. Because I wasn't a star in any of those teams. High school, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. College, I was didn't start to my senior, year and I was the fifth option. So I had to learn how to be a really good glue guy and role right. player. And
4: would Danny Green be here if he had? gone into the draft a year that you that you opted to go a without junior, getting my an junior? agent or I don't did know. you had switched from UNC to somewhere else probably not no, man. right
7: probably not um you know cuz a lot of guys that I've noticed the trend that guys that that peak earlier get a lot of attention early usually fade out sooner yeah. too you know mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of guys from my draft um, that are no longer in the league anymore. But, you know, we have a couple guys still. Ricky. Ricky was in my draft. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of guys that said that were <laughs> The guy that was given. drafted ahead of you is not in, yeah. I mean, here. Yeah, yeah, Christian. So, yeah, Christian. Christian was my so, guy. Right. I ain't yeah, So we had the same birthday. It was crazy. We still
6: keep in contact here and there. You really? your
7: sure birthday with my father. You yeah. yeah, it's a great one. He's a good guy.
6: Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask you, like, a, a pure basketball question before we start uh, jerking around. Yeah. Um, you won three, like Rafa said, you won three titles with, Three different teams. Mm-hmm. Um, what did those teams have in common? What do title because we're looking to do it here in Cleveland. What did they have in common? And what was different about it? But what did some some had a lot in common. You
7: you just you talking about the NBA, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is outside of college. Um, San Antonio. I felt like we started that. I wouldn't say the trend or stigma, but of the whole, they there was a lot of European type basketball. Yeah. We had a lot of guys for foreign, foreign players. Mm-hmm. And we played the drive kick swing type of basketball. It wasn't a exactly. two man game. You know, back when Shaq and Kobe, Showtime, Lakers, you had two man ga- guys that you have your sc- stars score mm-hmm. and some guys pick right, it up. Right, yeah. Now we played ultimate team basketball and teams it's started true. to do that. You know, we need to find threes, we need to find guys that can swing and move the ball and play that type of basketball. Yeah. Um, very rare do you see two guys like Kyrie and, and, and Braun take over a series and win a championship for you now yep. and these days. You need it's a collective effort. So. Exactly. Golden State started doing is driving and kicking. They got a bunch. Of, obviously, they have superstars that can that can score whenever you need a basket. Um, but they played together. They they found each other. They swung the ball. They moved and had a, a system that was it was hard to defend, regardless of who was in it. They, they can swap in many different players and still be a very successful exactly, group. Yeah. That's what San Antonio was uh for me and for the league. Um So I would say Toronto and San Antonio are very similar in that aspect. You know, we did a lot of move. Obviously, we had Kawhi who had went off, but. We had guys step up like Norm, Fred Van Fleet. We had Kyle Lowry had an yep. amazing yeah, final bigger, series. Yeah, but we had Pascal was still young come up and coming. Right, but yeah. we had if you look at the guys that we had, we had an unbelievable talented team. But yeah. we Nick coached that type of style of play. You know, drop exactly. kick swing, Collected find effort, guys, yeah. get to the paint, find threes, and make the extra pass. Um LA was similar but a little different. We just had we just had a really good team. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had yes, a, yeah. a lot of experienced guys that had been there. We had Rondo, we had Braun, we had Dwight, we had JaVel. Um, we had Avery Bradley, we had KCP, Indeed. we had Anthony Davis. We had a bunch of Hall of Famers, experienced guys. We were just yeah, yeah. And we're more talented and better. Everybody. We did play well, and we had good – I love Frank's defensive schemes. We had a good defensive team, and that's the thing that's what helped us win it. Obviously, we can score a basket with AD and Bron. Um, and offensively, we had different sets, but it wasn't like those two other teams. Um, but we were just you know really talented and very good. But Toronto and San Antonio are very similar in the
6: aspect of how the style of play was. And then, I guess, my just follow-up question is, does this team have some of the elements for sure? For, to the way that? JB coaches them, yes, yeah. they definitely
7: coach, and that's because he knows that, I mean, we do have two stars, uh, well, we have more than two, we have four really, mm-hmm. um, but two guys that can get you a basket, and yeah. maybe a third guy that can also get you a, like, a basket, he's still young and up and coming and learning and Evan. Yeah. Um, but he knows that even those those guys aren't going to win you a series, like, not, they can win a quarter they can maybe win a game for you but to win a series you need to collectively and we need our other need guys playing guys. well so yeah. you yeah. need eight or nine guys on the, on a string yep. defensively and offensively on the same page and maybe two or three x factors that can step up and actually score for you you need some type of Eddie house type of player right you, know you got have this you know you know fred van fleet type of player even though fred was an all-star but he was you know was a guy come up the bench that would score a lot for you and give you uh, some scoring in bunches yeah. or somebody had, like norm Powell, even though he's a not player now can yeah, right. he come up player. the bench you know and give you you know some firepower um, so you need that that type of you know, depth in order to outlast certain teams and and go through a whole playoff series and make it to the finals and play through June. It's a whole another season mentally, yeah. Uh, and same on your body physically. But yeah, you, you definitely the way he coaches it, he knows, and we're gonna need that.
4: You know, I, I finished high school when I came to from El Salvador. I went to New York in in Long Island in uh, oh, yeah? in Locust Valley, right next to Glen Cove. Really? Osh-tube. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how does a guy from Babylon and from Manhattan, wow. beautiful Manhattan, yeah. Manhattan yeah, by the Manhattan, way, Manhattan. Manhattan. you want to go to Long not Island? That's where I grew
7: up. I just went to school yeah. there. Yeah. I, public I know. School, you went, and then went to the yeah, private yeah. school there.
4: How do you end up in in North Carolina? Was there other options for you? Or?
7: There were options, but i said so I've been lucky, man. And so I went to you know back then they had the, the camps. They had Nike camp, yeah, Adidas yeah. camp. So I, I went to ABCD camp. So it was Adidas first, and I think I went. To to Reebok after that um, but I wasn't highly recruited till my senior year so I went going into my junior year as a sophomore I, I got noticed a little more I played well I did I was one of those guys that wasn't great at anything but was good at a lot of things mm-hmm. um, they, you know the guy can stuff the stat sheet a little bit for you He'll get you some rebounds get you a right. steal some blocks right knock down a couple of threes occasional shots score a little bit for you can rebound uh, you know a little you know a little bit of everything um, and I would get some mid-majors and then some lower, high D- D1 schools after going into my junior year. Uh, but my junior year, going into my C year, I went that summer. I did really well. So that's when I started getting highly recruited by high, um, you know, higher D- D1 schools. And Carolina was the dream school for me. Is that why you so moved to St.
6: Mary? What?
4: Oh, I went to St. Mary's.
7: Yeah, because when I went public school, I, I went there for my first year as a freshman. And I just felt like I wouldn't get as recruited as high. Yeah. Than going to St. Mary's, and I had a chance to win a state title being at St. Mary's. Yeah, uh, my high school, my public school, was good. We were good if everybody stayed, but a lot of guys were leaving, and we weren't that disciplined. So, yeah. I thought I would get better coaching, more discipline. No offense to the coach that I had, he was good. Yeah, was just he didn't have the the resources or the players to stay. We had very good talent at my school, but they all left to other. It's kinda of like schools. when you
4: go to a school for you know, you wanna to go to a place where they're gonna put you in, yeah. in in good positions to but get a job S- good
7: Yeah, St. Mary's th- is already thing. good. They already had D one players yeah, there and yeah. had a, they were a good yeah, school. You get you to school. So they're always one of the top schools in the in the, the state and sometimes in the country. So I was like, All right, they go win here all the time. I get a chance to win a championship, get looked at, get, you know, get what I need to get a, a scholarship if I wanna to go to school yeah. to play for free. So that's how it happened. So I yeah. I, I was going there. Obviously Christ yeah. King was one of them. Um, but they weren't really recruiting me. Um, I know they might look back on it today and be like, damn, we probably should have got. <laughs> but they were, it was Christ the King and a couple of those, St. Mary's one. And but St. Mary's I thought it was a better fit.
4: St. Mary's was one of the reasons why I became a point because I was a center back home. I was one of the tallest <laughs> guys. <laughs> I came here and I saw the kids from Manhattan yeah, playing. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. We
5: recruited some guys was. from all
7: over. And they had you know, some guys coming. <laughs> I don't know if it was really legal, good. but they had some guys from coming from
6: Africa.
4: That,
7: yeah, it you know, were so. really good. <laughs>
6: Danny, I got to like change gears kind of where we sit. Actually, the people that are sitting in this room, we all sit kind of in the same spot uh-huh. where we watch the game. Okay. Where's and that at? Was that like right behind the bench? Kind of like up back behind
7: the bench. Gotcha. So our bench is you guys are up on the. Yeah.
6: You never, uh, you rarely, if oh. ever, sit on the bench. On the bench we yeah. see yeah. you walking <laughs> back and forth with Ed, one of our PT guys. Yeah is that a thing to keep loose yes it's a thing when you get older um the
7: bike becomes your friend you know (laughs) once the engine starts you can't shut it down (laughs) okay I thought you got to keep the engine going once it's once you shut down it's over Mm. so um as a professional you got to be ready i said i don't know how jb's still figuring out rotations you Mm. know that type of deal um you know we've had a couple conversations he knows that i'm still kind of i wouldn't say rehabbing but he wants to make sure that i'm I'm full, yeah. full strength and wants yeah. me and Ricky to continue our rehab to be ready for when time is right. But I'm like, you know, I'm here. I'm here whenever you yeah. need me. I'm ready. I mean, to you play. went the first
5: night
6: and, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had guys down
7: and we played in Philly and I'm like, yeah. whenever you need me, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I just have to be ready. Yeah. So I don't know when he's going to call my name. So I, I make sure I stretch. I make sure I'm on the bike. I'm running. And mind you, the bench is all cluttered anyways. A bunch of guys. There's not many good up. You got seven. Everybody's seven foot on this team. You got <laughs> Evan. You got Jared. Yeah. You got Rolo, these guys are not small guys. And then you got even, uh you know, Isaiah, who's Evan's brother. and right, You got right. Mamadi. I'm like, Mama yeah, he's all end, six right? ten, six eleven. Like, I'm not about to squeeze in with these seven foot guys <laughs> right. at the end of the bench and not be able to see the game. I'm gonna get a comfortable seat right here on this bike. You know, stay warm and and get a good view. So that's yeah. where I'm at. We'll, okay, we'll and, I, and I got
6: to embarrass him for one second just real quick. and that we were watching you one time, and Dan Gilbert, our chairman, came. Yes, and he was. Uh, trying to get into his seat there yes. on the baseline, and you helped him. And I thought that was just a yeah, it was total like, class move. It was, uh, it was, it was great to see
7: him. I haven't seen him in so long. Yeah, you could see and that he was he stopped his hand and at a stand with Danny Green. I was like, he's like, I'm glad you're back. I'm like, man, I'm glad, long time. I'm glad to see you. <laughs> yeah, about, that was a, a cool while. moment, man. Yeah, it was, it was, really was good cool. to see I him. I missed
4: that it one. Was, it was a class move, man. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you a question that everybody listen, a million people listening want to know. Were you ever a reason for a Coach Popovich timeout like 10 seconds into the game?
7: I was probably always the reason for his oh. timeouts yeah he has some record breaking timeouts oh to my start God, the game yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I would I say 80% that. of those are because of Danny Green <laughs> a Danny Green mistake for sure timeout cussed me out what the <laughs> f- <laughs> you know so yeah if you look at some of the highlights of YouTube you get a kick out of it. I get a kick out of it now going back and watch like damn yeah um, I actually showed some of it. I think when I was in Memphis we showed a couple random clips of it when I got cussed out uh, just to show the young guys how it was back then yeah yeah and um you know you had to take the constructive criticism and keep it moving you know now the world's a little different place um so yes is he,
6: is he as intimidating as he seems because man when we when we go to san antonio <laughs> i'm afraid to ask him a question. I, I'm afraid. Ask
7: I know him. the I'm afraid media of is always scared he's a big afraid of him I never ask. he's a comedian man he's a big teddy bear he's a grandpa he's fun but he is intense when it comes to practicing on that court you're definitely scared of him when it's off the court. I said he's a grandpa. He's a, he's a, a right. big teddy bear. He's funny comedian. Richard know, used to tell Soft-hearted the best stories. guy. He has yeah. He's he's a great. I said <laughs> often. He said he's a grandpa. And I him as like Richard. that. Oh, he's a... pop. R oh, J's got R J's got tons of stories. His his memory. He's a memory of an elephant. So R J remembers every. Yeah. <laughs> I remember some. You know, they come back to me as as yeah, they come. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember that happened. But yeah, he. I had some stories being there, man. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing at some of the things that he did. all. Of, yeah, it took, yeah. Unless he was cussing me out, but yeah. most of the time, it was stand-up comedy. You know how he talked to the media, how he would talk to the yeah. fans, and talk to our team. Yeah. Even when I last saw him here, when we played him in. And uh, here in Cleveland, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I talked to him. I got a chance to talk to him. It was funny. He always cracks me up. Yeah, he's like, these guys look at me crazy." he's like, "Yeah, it's okay. You guys are playing well. You're fighting, but you're gonna lose some more." You know, he's yeah. like, "They're looking like I'm nuts." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure they do." He's like, "But it's a great group." You know, the young kids—they're—they're they're, they're understanding. They're getting it. He likes. He's enjoying, um, coaching them. I was gonna ask you, so, how's
6: he dealing with these young guys? Yeah, now? I mean, it was different. And you know, he tough. took
7: a turn. Things happened in and, and life. Things change. You know, yeah. I know when, the wife. I his whole past. I know things changed for him. I wasn't sure how much longer, and he's getting older, how much longer he'd be around. Yeah. Uh, but he seems to be enjoying uh, said, coaching this group and these young guys. Yeah. And, I mean, if he, if he likes him, I could see him being around for a couple more years. But I thought this would be his last year, but you, you never know. If They get... Wenby Yama? Yama. Right, uh, right. Yeah. A everything. A fresh man. start. You know, he might get, <laughs> right. some, get more, some more years right. out of pop. All so, I know, you know? Is he's definitely going to have his name in some
6: trophy coming up. Yeah, for the sure.
4: Second, the second, you know,
6: pop start, but... Uh, Danny Greenman, man. Thank you so much for oh, joining us, man. On Wine Ra- oh, and Go Radio. Oh, we also have to tell you that Wine and Go Radio, our podcast, has been getting a lot of pull with the organization lately. Oh yeah, yeah. Within, so you know, we got we're getting like our songs played and our halftime acts. Okay. So if you have anything you need, come to us. You know, for sure. If you need like a security guy or an usher fired <laughs> I, or anything I'll, like that, yeah, I'll hold
4: you to
7: it.
6: Definitely. But bef-
4: before you go, you mentioned your podcast. What's yeah, the name inside, of it? Inside Working the with...
6: Green Room. You can find it
7: anywhere. Is it? What is it? Inside, Inside the green room, the green room Ooh. with Danny okay. Green, okay. Um, but you can find it on any platform. So okay. yeah, we well, Are you gonna have us on one day? Of course, of course. <laughs> Y'all introduce to my guys, my co-host Harrison yeah. Sanford, yeah. Uh, my guy Amjad Osman. He'll be here. They'll be here probably with a media pass. You'll see them, okay. and I'll definitely introduce you. How's your definitely. Spanish, by the way? It's okay. It's decent. It's better when I'm dead. <laughs> hey, I can, understand it, I can, I can understand it better than I can speak it, but I'm, I'm better when I'm in a Spanish-speaking country. So yeah. Good. Perfect. All right. Okay. Danny Green, man, thank, thank you, you so much, thank much you for joining us. Thank
3: you. For sure. Hi, I'm Campy Russell, and
6: I never, never, never listen to Wine & Go Radio because I'm from Michigan.
1: <laughs> Snag a job is where America goes to hire.
2: With the 43rd pick in the 2016 NBA Draft, the Houston Rockets select Joe Chi from Xinjiang, China. He last played for the Xinjiang Flying Tigers in China.
1: Okay, so Joe Chi is the opposite of a point guard. He's 7'2", uh-huh, so a little okay. bit different. Okay. So what? this is a guy you really like, Fran.
6: Well, I like saying his nickname, Damo Wang, which means the big devil
1: king. <gülüyor> <gülüyor> hey, arkadaşlar, benim adım uh, Celi Osman. <Gülüyor> 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 ee, fazlaca podcast dinliyorum ama kesinlikle Now, back to Wine & Gold radio. Hello. <Gülüyor> Okay, everybody,
6: welcome back for segment three. That you know, Raph, I started what out on. What round were you on? Wh- what's that? What round were you drafted on? Uh, second round. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I came into the league as a seven foot two Chinese uh, point guard, and now I'm just like a six foot white guy. Nothing. You know, you know the best I really part went downhill the, fast. The best I'm, part I, about I'm that? A dra-
4: I'm a draft bust. The best part about that is like everybody on that desk. <laughs> That night was pretending to know who Joe Chi was. <laughs> right, you have to be kidding me that you knew. Well, Fran Fraschilla did. Fran Fraschilla yeah, knows oh everybody. Yeah, he, yeah, he knows everybody. You know, he was the coach of St. John's when I was there. Was he? I, the I, I love Fran Fraschilla. He's one of the best dudes. One I like Quick him. story about Fran Fraschilla. He came in after I think it was Mike Jarvis who, who was let go, and we were actually allowed to watch practices. Mm-hmm. In a, you know, for St. John's, and I was at the at, at Alumni Hall watching practice, and. This guy came in in a very violent way, trying to kick me out of practice. For sure. And I was, t- no, no, this dude from the building. Okay. And I was trying to tell him, you know, I, I'm with the team. Yeah. I'm like I'm the Spanish voice of the team, and he wasn't buying it. And finally, I had to go, like, Shh, coach. A <laughs> little help here. And he, from down there, he goes, hey, my Spanish friend. It's okay. Leave him there. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's oh, and sport. now I work with him doing the Final Fours. He comes in. He's always there to work in the Final Four. So Fra-
6: makes- Fra- Coach it- Fraschilla is one of the best dudes. Makes me like him even more. Yep. Even more. Um, hey, uh, Danny Green was great. I thought Danny awesome. Green, he's excellent. You could tell that guy's good I didn't great. have the nerve to ask him why, he, why does he walk like something hurts. <laughs> I know. <All> right. <laughs> he's going to be great in broadcasting <laughs> one day. He does. He kind of walks like a. He works like, like the, old, Oh, he walks like he has three
4: nails in the sole know. of his foot. Is he walks like an old man. Yeah, but I didn't want we'll, we'll to. You know. We'll get. We'll get. We'll get to know. We'll have him on again, or maybe he'll have us in the green room.
6: Oh yeah, we'll that's ask right. Him. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. He, he's never gonna have us. Yeah. Right now, we have our next special guest is Madison Phillips. It's straight out uh, of Salt Lake. Right, exactly. Back from Salt Lake City. Madison, I don't know your title, because I don't know anybody's title, but I'll bet it's uh, like a super long, huge title. Do you need a drum roll oh, yeah, for the it title? Is,
9: it's a really long title. Go ahead. It's uh, Senior Manager of wow. Digital Content Strategy and Social Media. Wow! That's, that's, the, that's the
4: longest
6: title we've ever had on the show so far.
4: Bilingual announcer, thank you.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I have Beat Writer. I have the shortest title, and I can't move up or down. I could probably move down. And yeah. also, Madison has desks all over the, yeah. all over the office. What do like you mean? Some, well, one time I'm walking, she'll be sitting at this desk. She's my neighbor. Time, she's at another. Now she's in your neighborhood now. And I'm thinking that Madison just walks around the office and just, just takes whatever so desk she wants. Right. And just says, you, that's my desk. Get out. That's,
9: that, the, that's the key, right? So I was in partnerships before this, so I just kind of migrate around the office and sit down wherever I need to sit down because okay. that's kind of how I've always functioned.
6: You're like, well, like a cop in one of those shows where you go, like commandeer a desk. Mm-hmm. You just say, that's mine.
9: Yeah, it's like a
6: power She has play. the coolest dog
4: in the office. Really? Oh, you brought yeah. your dog in?
9: I do. I bring yeah. my dog in. I try to bring him in consistently, but it's hard with traveling and everything. But yeah, his name is Phineas. He's really cute. He's a Phineas? Frenchie. Really cool. Yeah. He's he's like not about uh all the people all the time. Mm. But he's he's very like confident just to just to be yeah, there. He really? likes to take it all in, yeah.
6: So he's he's be he behaves. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. He's quiet. He so comes to hang out with me yeah. when
4: I'm there. When I'm sitting, just, he plays I with I just put my secret whistle, and I'm like... And he's like. He gets and really excited yeah.
9: to see Rafa. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. Everybody, my dog loves Rafa. My fat dog loves yeah. Rafa. Yeah. I, I've been yeah. toying with the idea of bringing my dog in, but I think my dog would just go nuts. I don't think he is we'll see for the office. No, my, my dog's no yeah. good. I my, dog tell just, you, my dog
9: just likes to sleep like, for hours and yeah. hours oh, per, so my he's dog. like He's a very good office dog.
6: Oh, my dog's the worst. <laughs> so you basically the meaning of that long title is basically you're the top dog of the social media team you are the you call all the shots
9: yes yes
6: so monday morning when you you're the one that calls everybody in and and just reams them right (laughs) (laughs) no
9: (laughs) i feel like i feel like i'm much more fair than than that terminology no i yes so i run our social team and then i run all of uh the producers that uh, create the content for social. That's a lot. Yeah, it doesn't really shut down. You're running 24/7.
6: That was going to be my question for you in that I know I we know people who've worked social before you and that was the one thing that really kind of got to them in that it never sleeps. No. And how how are you handling that?
9: Well, I like I said I was on partnerships before this. So this is my first year kind of crossing over into this uh team. Um, I think you really got to live and breathe it and you got to be committed to it because the moment you step outside of that mentality, it has effects of a slippery slope, I'm assuming. So, uh, I, I still get excited to go in. Um, and I swear to God, I'm not just saying this because <laughs> I work is. for this organization. <laughs> but I still get excited to go in. And, and, you know, even even on those, like, low points, it's still exciting. Like, um, we're going to get on a plane to go to Boston tomorrow. And, like, those are still just super exciting moments that you're always just looking forward to.
6: What media platforms? I'm not a a big social, because I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, old guy. So I'm not, you're kind of good on social media. You're very good about it, I think. I'm really not. What what platforms? Yeah, you do get in trouble quite a bit. That's kind (laughs) of why I'm glad I'm not. He he does. does. He's always getting a little pee pee smacked all the time. Um, What platforms are we on? We're on Twitter. We're on.
9: We're on all, well, of, them. Man. We're on Facebook, all of them. Everything Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I, mean, I want to
6: hear her say it, man.
9: Yeah, we're on You should
6: know that. I know, but I don't. Yeah, are you, you part following of us? Us? I'm not on... I, the only thing I'm on is Twitter, and I hate Twitter, as you know. Yes, Twitter no, makes me we've sad. We've talked about this. Yes, yeah, Twitter makes me... I got, yeah. I got suspended from Twitter for like a month, and I loved it. it was, Why? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Do you but either reply by, to somebody? Maybe. I, I maybe I've never Something. suspended... I, well, either way, but I was off for a month, and I told Madison it was, like, the greatest month yeah. of my life. Like, I, I, I don't really love social media, so I, I'm not a great... I used to get in a lot
4: more trouble than now, but, like, back in the days, I used to just shut down. I was so angry for getting upset about it, I would shut down my, my account for, like, a month.
9: I yeah, guess. I can't go on my personal channels for a little bit just because I'm on Cav Social all the time. Like, I, I got to, like, cut it down because I'll, I'll freak out. Have you ever... We were talking about this like I don't use my personal Twitter because I don't like to go on and I don't like to scroll like endlessly scroll because it have
4: you ever posted something in your personal account that you meant no for the Cavs account or no like that?
9: that is the number one thing that i when i stepped in this role that was like the number one thing they were like can you handle x y and z moving 24 7 all of these like uh like different variables that you have to deal with and i was like honestly the number one thing i'm most afraid of is that i'm gonna <laughs> post something that i'm trying to post on my accounts to you Cavs to accounts account. yeah, and yeah. Th- i mean we're like the fifth most followed team in the NBA and so I mean that's like 30 million plus mistake. people
6: you oh. should
4: put a picture of Finian let's put a picture in.
9: <laughs> no <laughs> have, have this is why Rafa gets in trouble it's not going to be like yeah. a drunk
6: tweet or anything no it's no, not this a is picture why Rafa gets in people trouble. would love that
9: this is, I don't think I'm going to take social advice yeah. from you <laughs> speaking, of,
6: speaking of Rafa getting in trouble are you the one that busts him? Are you oh, the Oh no! One that,
9: no, it's not me. Yes, it I is. I don't. No, it's not me. I it's promise not, you. It's I not me. I,
6: actually, no, I don't want to say trouble. <laughs> like but I, I'll see my, I'll my see humor. It, I'll not, see a Rafa tweet and I'll be like, he's gonna get in trouble for that. My humor was I not know taken. It's
4: happening. Come, like. me, not everybody takes my humor.
9: No, it's not usually me. Hmm? It's not me. <laughs> <She> I <laughs> said, no, I know. But
4: I, I, I honestly, the last one I did it very innocently.
6: I know, but I, I thought it was like funny. Said, as soon as I saw it, I thought, dude, <laughs>
9: that's not right. That's I not, thought it was f-
6: not not it. why, why not? N- n- we'll talk about it off the air, <laughs> okay? Anyway, but speaking of getting in trouble, how was all star weekend in Salt Lake City?
9: Oh my gosh, actually, it was uh wildly calm for an all star weekend. Really?
4: Yeah, oh, have you been to an all star weekend Alcohol had something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Yeah, probably, honestly, probably. Actually, that was the crazy part is uh, like after games and stuff, you'd like want to go out to go eat or something. and Everything's closed at nine. Mm. And I thought, you know, like, I mean, you kind of anticipate that going to Salt Lake. And I thought All-Star Weekend, NBA's coming into town. They'll definitely like readjust. Move everything. the rules, yeah. yeah. And it was not. It was everything was closed at you nine. That
6: move your conviction. Yeah, I, like no. I, every time I hear that, I always get, because I mean, I've, just to be honest, I mean, I've gotten in trouble in Salt Lake City way late. So I mean I have I have found the places There that. is way to find it though. That's what I mean there are places to find trouble like we were We're at
9: nba events until like two o'clock in the morning that's you're like working you know what i mean yeah that's no fun you
6: didn't go to the (laughs) having like the after parties yeah exactly
9: exactly no i mean it was it was it was really lovely like we got up every morning and looked at the mountains and everything it was um like last year was obviously a lot more chaotic because we were the home team we had all of our guys who weren't even in the game who were still here like taking part in events taking part in media so you're following them around we had four guys um within different events five guys four guys mm-hmm. five five um four. throughout the weekend and different mm-hmm. um events and so it was a lot more hectic there were a lot more hands to shake last year and everything it's kind of nice just having two guys you're dedicated to and it was kind of like when evan was done with all of his things like donovan started so you were never mm-hmm. really overlapping um
6: so you had I don't want to say Evan's the worst guy with media, but Evan's still working himself out media-wise. Then you have a person that's great with media, so that had to be kind of interesting, too.
9: Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, mean, we're doing well, and so we're in more of a spotlight. There's way more media surrounding our guys now moving forward. And um, they also – I just, like – I'm always just – Floored, I think, at those moments, because you also get you get league fits there, you get complex there, you get like random accounts that maybe aren't necessarily totally geared toward basketball. Mm-hmm. So you get like the weirdest questions that they have to answer too. <laughs> yeah. And Donovan, I feel like at this point, can like roll those off his shoulder pretty easily. Pretty well. And Evans like, what? <laughs> I'm
6: laughing about. It's kind of
4: like what do you want day? me to say? <laughs> kind of like media day for Super Bowl. <laughs> where yeah. you
6: get, like
9: yeah.
4: Seventeen magazine.
6: Yeah. The yeah. Like they, ass- they, they right, asked right. him like. There's um, always one weird journalist that's gonna ask. Questions, yeah. yeah, they asked him <laughs> what his
9: favorite water to drink on the road was, like what water bottle, uh, and he was like, "I he I, you know he wanted to say like I whatever is in front whatever. of whatever. me, <laughs> yeah, like you know he was like I don't know, I have no idea, <laughs> whatever's in the plane, <laughs> yeah, what?
6: <laughs> I, lo- I like I love watching Evan deal with media because he just always starts out with that, uh, you know, yeah. like that no kind of gets him going, and then, yeah. he, but he's yeah he's he's so. uh He's still working it out. He's still yeah, working he's out. So and Donovan young. is just the best. I think you
9: forget how young he is. Like, right, he's just
6: a kid. Don, you want to tell him to just
4: cut
6: Well, Donovan gives Don you like will talk to the last guy in the, in the room. Uh, totally, yeah, yeah, and he'll give you a great quote on everything like that. Yeah. So,
9: well, um, I got a good moment with him at his media. Um, Jose from New Orleans came over and he was apparently had made a bet with Donovan on the sideline. Um at the Rising Star game. About dinner. About dinner. Yeah. And he like popped up in Donovan's media and like surprised him. Um so he was like going down the row and then. He he did something pretty cool. I like like that.
4: He did that. I was surprised that there wasn't like a Utah player doing that. Yeah, I know. Jordan Clarkson or something, but it was him. He (laughs) He went to every he went to all these press avails and asking questions like like a yeah. media member, he's so yeah. good. He's one of him he's and funny. He, beyond the guy who won the McClung who won the Lamb Dog Championship. He's the dude that got the most out of the All Star. Oh, totally. Yeah, you know yeah. because more than Lowry, dude. Either. That dude is, has a job now in the NBA. When I mean, he's one of those pandemic guys that who? came in. Jose Alvarado, that he came oh, in. Oh yeah, he yeah. came in. During the pandemic with those 10 day contracts, whatever, and no, he's lo- still there that. and
6: he's starting now. Dude, if you no, watched like, him at Georgia Tech, you could tell that, that kid was gonna be good. I mean, but he, he hadn't had that break
4: that most yeah. of, most guys need, yeah. yeah, that are not the superstar. Mm-hmm. I mean, Danny Green was talking about it. He yeah, finally got, got a you know, man who got hurt, and that, he finally jumped in and he's taking the ball and run with it.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I have a question for you about players. Do you say manage players accounts do you keep an eye on players accounts oh yeah monitor it oh
9: yeah donovan is very active on twitter um it's like obviously we don't know this but it seems like a lot of them do kind of decrease their social use during the season and Mm -hmm. i can imagine it's probably for like mental game like i wouldn't really want to be paying attention to everything Mm -hmm. that's going on in that ecosystem at all if i was trying to be competitive but um, Donovan's really active on Twitter, and there will be things that we pull, um, you know, from their social accounts. I will say, like we do, we're very adamant about tagging them in everything that we do because a lot of times they just use our content, yeah. so they'll just reshare everything that we're posting of them. I would say we're significantly more active than our yeah. entire roster on social. <laughs> yeah. I
4: have some videos that I never posted. Remember when we went to Detroit? And we walked around all the places that dance yeah, yeah, supports yeah, and everything. Yeah. We Which I to, love. That was a we really cool We went to day. a music school. Music that school. Supports. We went and to a helmet, Kyrie, helmet factory with Kyrie a and football And started rapping with the band. And they got on stage and started going at it. I, I didn't understand half the stuff they were saying because I'm a little deaf. So I didn't. I never <laughs> posted it, but I still have it. Like. So they got up there and started going, you know, like, uh, what do they, freestyling? You know, mm-hmm. the way, they, in, like in the movie, the eight-mile movie where the guy says something <laughs> yeah. and then the other guy picks the microphone yes. and starts And But I never posted it because I didn't know exactly Well,
6: what. that's part of, like, all of us, I think. Probably everybody in this room has stuff, behind-the-scenes video, have stuff that we can't post, yeah. <laughs> but, but probably have kept. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, Honestly, I have stuff too that, yeah.
9: On game days, my number one job is listening to every video because there will be like, we'll be ready to post. Our, I I mean, it's, I've had, we've had content go live and there's just a loud F bomb in the beginning of the video. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how did no one
0: catch this? <laughs>
9: like, what are we doing? So, yeah, no, I, I have a lot of content. I mean, a, a, this is like the boring side of social. Mm. Like, we're not allowed to post, um, uh, like public music, like mm-hmm. we have to pull from a commercial mm. library, and so a lot of times we can't even use stuff, even if there's, even if it's perfectly yeah. fine, because there's music in the background. But that, there really is, even uh,
6: in the background. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like, I oh. got notices from Instagram. From, you know, <laughs> this is funny. Wow. A video I posted of Jr. Smith warming up. Back in the day, I just got a notice last yeah. month. That I'm that it's in violation. Or I was like, yeah. dude, you just found out. I, I, it I'm happened violating during COVID last... because,
9: like, they weren't making any money because they weren't producing anything new during COVID, mm-hmm. and so then they just decided to crack down on like verified yeah, accounts. Yeah, they were wow.
6: like, so
9: yeah. yeah.
4: My rule of thumb is when my wife says, "Why do you post that?" I'm like, "Okay, I gotta take it down."
6: You don't have a rule of thumb, dude. You <laughs> don't. You, you post everything. I just,
4: I, I swear, I I get in trouble innocently.
6: I don't do it like I that. Know. I'm gonna I do this. I don't care. Why if I don't I get you in check trouble. with me first? Seriously. Why don't you check with me and Madison? We'll give you like... No, beauty. you know yeah. who's, the best? Quality, we'll do the, who's good, the best? We'll do quality control on you. You know who's the
4: best Jimmy Cricket? It's uh, John Michael. Right, that's when true. When we were, when we were Michael, doing the show, you knew, like, he has the rule of thumb saying if you think about it, if you think it might not, then just don't.
9: Okay, I do have a question for you, Rafa. Uh-huh. So you posted a photo a little bit ago. We were on a... Where were we? We are on a road trip. I don't know. And you posted a, vid- a photo with Jetty and his wife. Did you get... Oh, Jetty. Jetty and his wife. Yeah. Did you get followed by a million yeah. fan yeah. accounts? <laughs> we talked you about this the other day on the show. <laughs> yeah.
4: I, And this is... You want to yeah. go even fun? Even even further. She, I didn't know she was so popular oh, she's with, like with, with super Hispanic famous. speaking people.
9: Oh, I didn't know that.
4: I got followed... By the way, there are thousands of accounts in the internet, in social media, that all they do is post pictures of... Jedi and, and oh yeah, and, yeah, uh, that's like
9: a, I tell all of the people who start on our team. I'm like, you are gonna get followed by a million Jedi yeah. and Ebru accounts. Do not answer them. Jebrew. Do not DM yeah. them back. <laughs> like it was, it's it
6: like Brangelina. Like? It's yeah. wild. They, they love
4: her. They love both of them, and they But I didn't know. I now I know why because her soap operas and her shows are also dubbed into Spanish. Oh, and there are so many Latino fans yeah. of her. And obviously now with Jerry and always you know Jerry and I always tease we always tease about how does how does it feel to not be the the most famous person at home? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah, they I... love Jebru. It's, wild. it's Jebry, wild. they called
6: him. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's but I mean, she's the nicest he's... human, just like Jerry. Yeah. She's really cool lady. Yeah, I can understand why he's so popular. You know. Uh, so you're on this next road trip to Boston, Boston direct. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how have you liked being on the road, and how often do you travel?
9: Well, I travel probably like one to two times, one to three times a month, um, depending on the road trips. It's definitely slowed down um, as we've gotten into the season. Um, I was on quite a bit um, at the beginning. I enjoy it. It's uh, it kind of like opens your eyes a lot to the team. I've always been a fan of the Cavs growing up, cheering for them. Um, I think. Once you're actually in it, though, and you realize the schedule they follow and kind of everything that you go through to go through all 82 games in the season, it just, it opens your eyes to a lot,
4: mm. a For lot, sure. a lot. You know what's one of Madison's dreams? Hmm. To go to a Michigan Ohio State game. No. Right? Oh my God. That's but not, but I would, <laughs> You're dragging
6: her into something. <laughs> That she doesn't want I would lose
9: you so fast. <laughs> I would lose you in the crowd so why fast. Are I could, you, why are you? Oh, a, I'm a huge Ohio State fan.
5: Okay.
6: There's yeah, no way I you could can lose me.
9: No, I would never sit next to you ever. When we you were in, we were in Chicago game. when uh, TCU was playing Michigan. Yeah. And Michigan was just absolutely got crushed and it was the best thing ever and rafa and i were uh eating dinner and i was just like oh my gosh rafa isn't this the best game ever like this is the best game i've ever watched
6: <laughs> make a bet with him so he has to lose or something
4: like know, didn't you have to in fact you did make you a have, bet you, you ha- lost yeah but they we never we never did i had to do the Don't show you have to wear the the big no, uh, you suspenders? were no if 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 Michigan have won, you have to do the show wearing the the, the Michigan <laughs> oh, that's right, the Mason the, blue the suspender. Big I lost, so I have to be the drummer and dot the he eye when they come the, to the, the field dot house, the But we haven't, the oh, well. we haven't had the band. We haven't had the Ohio State band at the yeah. pool house.
9: Okay, but I just recently learned this about you. You, like, have actually no connections to Michigan. You're just a Michigan no, fan. No, I just no. like the team. Which I is band. bizarre. No, the <laughs> Because it, you have no tie to it. You can't so? be a part of the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry and not have... N-
4: but I'm a, Michigan State. I'm a Michigan fan. I'm a Michigan fan.
6: None I'm not a why? I love the colors. only reason, because he it's a, it, it's an anti-Ohio it's State thing. <laughs> no, it's controversy. No, I was a Michigan bulls- fan before I came bull. <laughs> I didn't know I enjoyed a I if, know but, I enjoy we were, being a Michigan we fan. I didn't know I would enjoy being a Michigan fan so mi- much. If we were the Michigan Cavaliers, he'd be the hugest <laughs> yeah. Ohio State fan. Oh, he'd fan be
9: Yeah, you'd be the biggest Ohio fan. He would. He
6: You would only wear Scarlett Gray. No. Madison, are you going to stick around for thank yous, which you're so familiar with because you listen to the show every week. Yes. Okay, we have to start out. We have to thank for getting us Danny Green always just so money the PR department the PR department was clutch again like they always are because you know why you know why they're so tight because they're run by BJ Evans who runs it with the iron fist (laughs) Did you know that he sure does he sure does that means Sharom Owens who doesn't need the iron fist because he's so great He's just the best. Uh, Slingin' Sammy, yep. who could win Rookie of the Year this year. He It's his to lose I can't now. Believe he that, he's really going to have to. F- I can't believe he's up for rookie. He should be like. No, he's he's a rookie. Yeah. He's, yeah, but he'd have to mess it up now for him to lose it. Yeah. And then Devin Booker. She's my, our Devin Booker. She's my the favorite. The real Devin Booker. Oh, of the whole Booker. bunch, really. By
4: the way, it's, it's Slingin' Sammy is going to have a nice home game on the road because we're going to Boston. Oh, that's right. And he's, he's going. He's, oh, yeah, of course it, he That's is. right. He's a, he, he told me the other day, Sharon will never see Boston again. <laughs> <laughs>
6: We have to thank Ryan Boo Banks. Do you know Boo? Mm -hmm. I do know Boo. You love Boo, right? She's great. Isn't she the the best? We just, yeah, she's she's the best. Uh, Robert J. Hageman. We have to thank him. He does all the technical stuff. He just stuff. sent a long email he, about something. about stuff about yeah, probably stuff that I got in trouble for. He just said, no, something uh, about <laughs>
4: external emails and something like that. Mm,
6: uh, thank you, Bob. Our special guests, uh, Danny Green yeah. and Madison Phillips. Madison, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, it's just such an hi. impressive title to take a, a time out to, <laughs> to come hang have, out. We with would us ask her cool. to tell us her title again, but we don't have enough time. <laughs> we have enough time <laughs> <laughs> We have to thank Joe and the man Joe Fritchin. The myth, Love that guy. Lucy Varis, the best human being yeah. in Cleveland. You know her, right? Mm-hmm. I actually rather you out the other night. the best, she the best human, night.
9: human being in a very huge territory. She's a huge, huge The original
6: computer team leader. Yeah. She is. Yeah, she computer is. Team. And the second best human, I'm sure you're going to agree with this, the second best human, maybe in an even bigger swath, Mac. would you agree with that? What are you laughing uh, at? What's so funny about that? He's know. the best.
9: I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh,
6: come on, man. That's
9: <laughs> up for debate.
6: And of course, the, the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and the yeah. Bidet King. The Bidet King. The Bidet King, Marty Allen. Is he Ooh. compared to like the pillow guy? <laughs> yeah. Like my pillow, my <laughs> <Yeah>. Bidet guy? <laughs> He's my Bidet guy. <laughs> Marty Allen. Hey, we'll see you guys next week because we're on cadence now, Ralph. Cadence. Yes. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And as always, good night, Freddie Mac,
1: wherever you are.
5: There's the mulligan! That's what we're talking about. Life is about second chances.
1: You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio.
5: Things are going to start happening to me now. Cleveland. This is for you! Ohio. And now one Ando and Ando para Puri. Ando para